Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the groundbreaking work that forever changed our understanding of life on Earth, On the Origin of Species, by Charles Darwin. Published in 1859, Darwin's masterwork presents a compelling theory of natural selection, offering a scientific explanation for the vast diversity of species and their distribution across the globe. Darwin meticulously explains the process by which traits are chosen by nature, leading to the gradual evolution and adaptation of animals and plants. Charles Darwin, an eminent English geologist and naturalist, earned recognition for his profound contributions to evolutionary biology. In 1853, the Royal Society honoured him with the Royal Medal, acknowledging his in-depth studies of geological structures and fossils. His final resting place is among the greats in Westminster Abbey, near the tomb of the legendary scientist Isaac Newton. This episode is a must-listen for anyone with a passion for science, the wonders of natural history, or those who simply love to bask in the knowledge of nature's intricacies. Join us as we explore the essence of Darwin's seminal book and its enduring impact on scientific thought. On the Origin of Species, by Means of Natural Selection, or the Preservation of Favoured Races in the Struggle for Life. Introduction. Discover the evolutionary epic that changed our understanding of life. Imagine a book so impactful that it alters the course of science, shifts our understanding of the natural world, and continues to influence modern thought over a century and a half after its publication. That book is On the Origin of Species by Charles Darwin. With its intriguing concepts, from the selective breeding of pigeons to the natural drivers shaping our every instinct, Darwin's magnum opus stands as a monumental testament to scientific discovery. Delve deeper and you'll appreciate how shared anatomical structures reveal our connections across the web of life, from the depths of oceanic ancestry to the shared bones in human mole and bat limbs that unfold tales of evolution. From this enlightening journey, you'll gain insights into the intricate relationship between human-guided pigeon breeding and Darwin's theory of natural selection, the natural forces that sculpt complex behaviors and instincts throughout the animal kingdom, and the compelling evidence of common descent as revealed by the shared blueprint within our very bones. Part 1. The craft of molding species lies in the hands of humanity. Picture the vast array of domestic animals that populate our farms and homes, an assortment of shapes, sizes and temperaments, each tailored and sculpted by human hands. Yet, all these manifold forms, believe it or not, trace their lineage back to a shared ancestor. Imagine the English carrier pigeon stretching its elongated neck, or the Brunner Pauter puffing out a chest that rivals the grandiosity of a Renaissance noble. These peculiar traits, along with all the diversity we see in domestic pigeons, stem from the unassuming wild rock pigeon. Humanity entered the scene in this grand genetic theatre during the late Pleistocene, and ever since we've been the directors of an ongoing evolutionary play. Over time, our skills in this art of selection have only sharpened. Take, for instance, the acclaimed pigeon breeder, Sir John Seabright. 
His expertise was so refined that he claimed he could craft a pigeon's plumage to meet his aesthetic desire within a mere three years. A showcase of selection mastery. Let's peer into the mechanics of this process. Distinct breeds become known through their unique traits or variations. For instance, the pug with its compact creased countenance. To engineer such a breed, a breeder would sift through a mix of pups, handpicking those with notably short snouts to parent the next generation. The offspring, as inheritors of their parents' genes, would naturally display snouts of a shorter cut. The breeder then selects the shortest snouted young from this brood for further breeding. Through successive generations, the persistence of this practice would lead to the emergence of a breed characterized by their notably short snouts, the pugs we recognize today. Yet this controlled process represents only a fraction of the story. More often than not, selection unfurls without intent, and the most profound breed transformations occur without our explicit designs. Envision a breeder with a preference for pigeons sporting larger tails. Unknown to him, his choices subtly influence the skeletal structure of these birds. Over many decades, this incidental selection gives rise to a pigeon breed that boasts a tail akin to the splendor of a peacock, the ornate fantail. With this revelation, we begin to understand the power of cumulative, often unintended, selection in sculpting the animal kingdom. Part 2. Imagine nature as the ultimate selector in the game of survival. Envision a world where nature itself acts as the tireless breeder, meticulously picking and choosing organisms endowed with favorable traits, traits that allow them to thrive, reproduce, and pass on these genetic gifts to their progeny. Over untold generations, this incessant process, akin to an artist etching finer details into a masterpiece, has the power to craft not merely new varieties, but wholly distinct species. This concept, known as natural selection, paints a picture in which every species sharing a close kinship, that is, belonging to the same genus, shares a thread of descent from one common progenitor. Imagine the genus Equus, horses, zebras, donkeys, each with their unique gait and stripe, trotting back through the annals of time to unite at a singular ancestral stable. The wild world is relentless, an eternal battleground where survival is the prize and extinction the looming threat. Every creature, whether on the clawed foot or the leafy bough, grapples with the scarcity of resources and the looming shadow of predators. It's within this crucible that nature selects, ever so subtly but indomitably. The crux of survival may hinge on minuscule differences between creatures. Consider a flock of birds where one member boasts a marginally tougher beak than the rest. This small advantage could be the key to unlocking different sources of sustenance, such as burrowing under the bark of trees for insects, a veritable treasure trove inaccessible to its kin. The bird with the superior beak finds refuge from the fierce competition, living to see another day, and, crucially, to bear offspring. The chicks that inherit this sturdy beak are endowed with their parents' edge, better equipped to survive and pass on the trait. Over countless generations, this lineage could yield increasingly robust beaks, until one day the chirp of a woodpecker, the quintessential icon of avian carpentry, echoes through the forest, a testament to the transformative power of descent, 
with modification. As Darwin's theory delineates, each successive generation births a spectrum of beaks, with the toughest amongst them thriving, the legacy of their strength etched into the fabric of their species. This intricate dance of life and legacy, orchestrated by the unseen hand of natural processes, forms the very foundation of the rich tapestry of life we witness today. Part 3. From the allure of courtship to the push for diversity. Evolution's intricate interplay. We've seen how nature can sculpt species through the weighty hand of natural selection, but the drama of life extends beyond mere survival. It also unfolds in the ritual of attraction. This is where sexual selection sweeps onto the evolutionary stage, adding yet another layer to the grand process. In the arenas of the animal kingdom, males often find themselves locked in the dual trials of direct competition and the discerning gaze of prospective mates. Females, acting as judges in this contest, set the standards, standards that propagate across generations. Consider the striking saga of the turkey, those saggy neck appendages that we might find amusing, the wattles, are the result of countless generations of female turkeys favoring males with the most pronounced droops. The outcome? A lineage adorned with an ever-exaggerating ornament that has come to define the species. Yet the whims of attraction are but one piece in the puzzle. Diversity, the prodigious spread of life into every niche and corner of the world, is another potent engine of evolution. The simple law of numbers dictates that populations must either adapt or fade into obscurity as they vie for space and sustenance. Visualize the ancestral carnivorous quadruped, a pioneer species on the brink of an evolutionary odyssey. With their descendants propelled into disparate environments, some would adapt to the marshy embrace of rivers, forging the path towards what we now recognize as otters. Others, seeking refuge in the leafy canopy, would gradually evolve into the slow-moving arboreal sloths. These ventures into new territories and evolving forms are nature's way of ensuring that her living tapestry is ever-expanding, becoming richer and more complex with each adaptive foray. But with each newly minted species, the stage is set for yet another drama. The competition for limited resources escalates. As we explore further, we'll delve into the consequences of such intense competition and the way it shapes the fate of life on Earth. Part 4. The Delicate Dance of Survival. How Ecosystems Maintain Their Fragile Equilibrium. Imagine a world where each species is a masterful artist, painting its own survival against the canvas of nature. Yet, as natural selection weaves its intricate patterns, the truth emerges that not all can flourish, for ecosystems are bound by a delicate balance, a ceaseless tug of war that secures the equilibrium of life. Consider a single seedling yearning for the sun's embrace, but it finds itself engulfed in a verdant sea of competitors. There, amidst the battle for light and nourishment, many will wither, their potential choked out by those better suited to the microcosm of the forest floor. Or, picture a warren of rabbits, whose numbers surge like a wave across the meadow. With their bounty multiplied, the foxes step onto the stage, their paws silent but their impact profound. As the foxes feed, breed, and their cubs learn the hunt, the rabbit's tidal surge recedes, regulated by tooth and claw. 
This intricate ballet of life unfolds in every eco-niche, from the dense jungles where insects hum to the vast plains where herbivores roam. Every element in nature's mosaic, from climate to disease, plays its part in the grand measure of survival. A whisper of change, a flutter in the balance, and destinies can shift between triumph and oblivion. To grasp these complexities, imagine life's grand narrative as an eternal arboreal tapestry, its branches and twigs the lineages of species. Each twig strains towards the sun, striving and competing for a foothold in existence. As they diverge and multiply, they weave a living thicket, an ever-expanding genealogy of life. Should a twig endure the rivalry to solidify into a branch, it will sprout its own offshoots, perpetuating the cycle of diversification and struggle. But not all will thrive. Some twigs meet their demise, their branches barren, a silent testament to life's tireless selection. With the passage of epochs, from this arborescent chronicle arise the majestic boughs, the ancestors of the very species we know today. It is through this exquisite tension of life and death, growth and decay, that the immense and venerable tree of life has flourished, casting the shadow of our present world beneath its expansive canopy. Part 5. Diverse traits emerge from a medley of environmental and genetic influences. The natural world is a treasure trove of diversity, brimming with organisms that boast features as varied as the landscapes they inhabit. From towering giraffes with their sky-brushing necks to the delicate fins of tropical fish, nature's hand yields an endless array of variation. But what gives rise to this rich pageantry of life? Environmental factors play a significant role in nudging variations along paths that spell success or doom in the survival lottery. Think of the mammoth with its shaggy coat, thriving in the frosty expanses of ancient Africa during the Ice Age as the climate shed its icy cloak and warmth seeped into the continent. The mammoth's woolly attire became a cumbersome burden. Natural selection favoured the sleeker, cooler coat, and over time, the mammoth evolved, trimming down its pelt to become the more svelte southern mammoth. There's also the phenomenon of disuse that moulds living forms. Imagine the progenitors of ostriches drawn to environments where speed and powerful legs offered better defence than short bursts of flight, the wings fell into disuse, the legs grew robust, and the evolution of the ostrich marched on, literally. Reproduction itself scatters the seeds of variation. Organisms are most malleable in their beginnings, a seed, an embryo, a larva, where a ripple of change in one aspect can reverberate throughout the developing form. Case in point, armadillos, with their peculiar armored exteriors, also possess an odd dental arrangement, showcasing the correlation of growth, a recognized law where traits appear in concert. Moreover, echoes of a shared heritage can be gleaned in the subtle markings across closely allied species. Horses, donkeys, and zebras bear the ancestral whispers of stripes. This pattern speaks volumes of common ancestries. The theory of descent with modification suggests that a time existed when their common ancestors flaunted a striped pattern much more extensively than seen in today's horses or donkeys, a legacy zealously retained by zebras.
A creationist view stumbles when attempting to rationalize such shared traits. If species were static, unchanged since their inception, then why do we see these vestiges of stripes shared across disparate equine species? Why would such features persist and resonate across these lineages unless they share a common brushstroke on the tapestry of evolution? Part 6. The triumphs and trials of evolution's evidences stand strong in the face of skepticism. As with any monumental theory that dares to redefine our understanding of the world, dissent with modification, otherwise known as Darwin's theory of evolution, has invited scrutiny and skepticism. Critics question the apparent absence of transitional species and the emergence of complex structures, challenges that Darwin himself anticipated and addressed with compelling clarity. One prevailing doubt concerns the scarcity of intermediate forms, the missing links, so to speak, between ancient ancestors and their modern descendants. Such skepticism betrays a misunderstanding of evolution's tempo and mortality. The pulse of natural selection beats slowly, unveiling only a select handful of species in each epoch and region. Further, transitional species are often supplanted by their more perfectly adapted offspring, leading to their ultimate extinction. It would be as if expecting a forest of ancestral trees to flourish amongst their far-reaching descendants, time and nature simply do not permit such an anomaly. If we shift our gaze from the forest floor to the treetops, another marvel of biology invites inquiry. The eye. How could such a complex organ arise from natural selection? The answer lies in the subtle gradations found in the animal kingdom. From the simple, light-sensitive spots of some creatures to the multifaceted eyes of others, each incremental improvement favoured by the unforgiving sieve of survival, the unfolding wings of evolution give flight to another example, the bat. To envision its ancestral pilgrimage from land to air, one must consider the incremental transitions between today's squirrels, the gliding lemur with its expansive patagium, and finally the winged acrobatics of bats. Each evolutionary step, an embodiment of function and adaptability, is etched into the very sinews and bones of these creatures. Moreover, evolution elucidates the relics of organelles that have outlived their urgency. Take the giraffe's sentinel-like tail, a curious appendage that swats at flies with apparent triviality. But cast an eye back through the corridors of time, and we find the ancestors of the giraffe in an era when such pests were potentially deadly, and the value of a tail for swatting could spell the difference between life and death. The modern giraffe, a behemoth of the savannas, inherits this vestigial tool, an echo of a past where each flick was a stroke for survival. Thus, the edifice of evolutionary theory remains resolute, its foundations cemented by countless observations and the inexorable logic that life, in all its myriad forms, has evolved from common roots, growing, adapting, and diversifying to paint the living tableau we see today. Part 7. Tracing the Roots of Instinct and Understanding the Boundaries of Species Through Evolution The theory of descent with modification not only weaves an elaborate account of species divergence, but also casts light on the more enigmatic facets of natural history, such as the genesis of instincts and the perplexing outcomes of crossbreeding. Consider the marvel of engineering that is a bird's nest, 
or the geometric assemblies within a beehive. The architects of these structures are driven by instincts as diverse as the species themselves. But from where do these innate behaviors originate? Darwin's theory contends that instincts evolve much like physical characteristics. Birds crafting more secure nests bestow upon their young a sanctuary from the elements, a haven where they may grow and in turn construct robust nests for future generations. Over eons, a lineage defined by superior nesting abilities could emerge. Nest building is but one brushstroke in nature's panoramic fresco. Natural selection intricately patterns even the mechanisms of reproduction. As species evolve and their distinct traits become more pronounced, their reproductive systems diverge parallelly, creating barriers to interbreeding. The result is that attempts at creating offspring between distinct species often bear no fruit, as in the futile commingling of dogs and cats. Those unions that do succeed frequently yield sterile hybrids, epitomized by the mule, the hardy progeny of horses and donkeys. Yet sterility is not a deliberate objective of natural selection, but rather an incidental consequence. As dog and cat ancestors gradually branched apart, with each step their reproductive systems evolved into greater dissimilarity, thus severing the thread of potential interbreeding. In challenging the notion of divine intent to maintain species purity through induced sterility, dissent with modification presents variability in reproductive outcomes. It acknowledges the nuanced fertility spectrum, from the rarity of a fertile mule to the cross-compatible species within the Dianthus genus, capable of interbreeding under certain conditions and producing fertile offspring like the beloved carnation. Darwin's encompassing framework does more than chronicle the birth of species. It unlocks the profound interconnectedness of all lives, tracing the intricate filaments of instinct and reproduction that twine through the evolutionary labyrinth, underscoring the elegance and complexity of life's enduring legacy. Part 8. Fossils weave a story of evolution's march, despite the silence of many chapters. Fossils, time's most precious relics, are nature's way of etching her history into stone, yet they offer us only glimpses, whispers of the grand chronicle of life. The theory of descent with modification predicts a vast continuum of forms bridging the species we know today with their forebears. Critics point to the sparse fossil record as a gap in this story, but the apparent paucity of fossil evidence isn't a refutation. Instead, it underscores the remarkable rarity of preservation. Consider the conditions necessary for fossilization. Most often, it requires an organism to possess a durable skeleton or shell and to meet a quick burial in sediment-rich waters. This hydrographic favoritism means the tales of land-roving creatures are largely left untold, leaving the fossil library with many missing volumes. Despite this incompleteness, the existing fossil annals, those precious sentences that time has spared, offer profound support for the evolutionary narrative. In paleontology's detective work, patterns emerge telling of gradual transitions between forms, echoing the unhurried rhythm of natural selection. Of course, the tempo of these transitions can be variable, often hastened in terrestrial environments where life contends with a cavalcade of ecological shifts. The pendulum of seasons, the tinderbox of wildfires, and the defining eras of ice. 
the fossil trajectory shows a forward march, never a retreat. Once a species departs the stage of existence, there is no reprise. The departure is absolute because the ancestral wellspring from which it sprung has long since run dry. Such is the fate of the dodo, the quirky bird whose progenitors are lost to eternity with no chance to grace the skies again. The record, silent though it may be on many chapters, is still profoundly telling. Fossils offer a deep-time perspective, a testament to the constant flux of life, an affirmation of the inexorable dance of adaptation and extinction that Darwin envisaged in his theory. The echoes of vanished species chiseled into rock resonate with the legacy of evolution, a testament to the ceaseless branching journey from life's dawn to the present day. Part 9. Unlocking the secrets behind nature's intricate patterns of geographic diversity. As you traverse the globe from one region to another, you're greeted by the ambience of unique landscapes accompanied by the exclusive symphonies of local wildlife. The striking distinctions in flora and fauna across continents and islands beckon the question. What orchestrates these varied biological compositions? The geographic distribution of species isn't random, but follows a trio of fundamental principles. Firstly, even when two regions share mirror-like environments, their inhabitants can be completely unrelated. You won't find the emu of Australia strutting amidst the South American foliage, despite the comparable climates. Secondly, insurmountable barriers, oceans, mountain ranges, vast deserts, act as boundaries between biospheres, each cradling distinct life forms. This is why the chasm of the deep sea sets the stage for the contrasting arrays of species found in Africa and Australia. Yet where land bridges span, as between Central and South America, the tapestry of life reflects a closer kinship. The third pattern shows that creatures sharing a continent will bear a family resemblance, no matter how slight. Consider the Aguti and Vizcacha, South American counterparts to the rabbits and hares of Europe. Each is a product of their shared environment, shaped by similar forces, yet distinctly South American. Darwin's testament of descent with modification presents a beautifully coherent explanation for these biogeographic puzzles. It illustrates a concurrent dance of migration and evolution. Species venture into new territories, adapt, diversify, and beget lineages that retain a semblance of their origin. These iterative steps of movement and transformation continue until natural buffer zones, oceans, impenetrable terrains, staunch their pilgrimages. Flight-enabled species, the grand voyagers of the animal world, defy these boundaries. Birds crisscross the skies, inadvertently becoming couriers for the expansion of life. They ferry unwitting passengers, clams that clasp onto their legs, seeds mired in the caked mud on their feet. Such interactions bridge ecological divides and sow the seeds of biodiversity across the face of the earth. Through migration's march and evolution's silent tune, we unearth the foundations of each region's living mosaic, deciphering the age-old scrolls of geographic distribution that Darwin's theory so elegantly explains. Part 10. Evolutionary Kinship Revealed in the Shared Anatomy of Life's Diverse Forms In the grand library of life, each organism is a book, and scientists, 
like librarians, sort these tomes into classes that reflect their common narratives. Mammals, those warm-blooded creatures nursing their young, are all classified in mammalia, and those who share the characteristic of a rodent, with ever-growing incisors eager for gnawing, are neatly arranged in the order rodentia. But beyond these taxonomic labels, a deeper inspection of anatomy reveals a tapestry of shared traits. Let us consider the versatile structures underpinning the diverse appendages of humans, moles, and bats. A human hand designed for dexterity, the mole's spade-like paw, an engineer of the earth, and the bat's wing, a canvas for flight. Each is built upon the same skeletal blueprint, echoing a common design. Such anatomical similarities are far from coincidence. They are the whispers of a shared lineage, echoes of an ancient mammalian ancestor who possessed a primitive version of this versatile limb structure. Descent with modification accounts for the diverse adaptations seen today. Natural selection honed the human hand for manipulation, refined the mole's paw for burrowing, and stretched the bat's wing for gliding through the night. In the light of evolution, these shared structures become a mosaic of common descent, a family resemblance that speaks of divergent paths from a single progenitor. Contrast this with the creationist stance which posits a divine pattern maker who crafted classes of life with shared traits for aesthetic pleasure, an assumption that lacks the empirical foundation provided by the evolutionary framework. As the symphony of life plays on, the evidence mounts. Each species, a melody of adaptation and change, has not sprung forth in isolation, but has evolved over aeons from a common ancestral theme. In the end, it is descent with modification that offers the most resonant and harmonious explanation for the vast array of forms that grace our planet, each carrying a fragment of our collective biological heritage. Final Summary Charles Darwin's seminal work on the origins of species didn't just reshape the scientific community. It revolutionized our entire perspective on the fabric of life itself shattering the long-held belief in separate and divine creation. Darwin's theory of evolution presented a compelling narrative that the vast diversity of life on Earth sprang not from individual, isolated acts of creation, but from a tapestry of common ancestry. With meticulous observation and profound insight, Darwin proposed that through the slow but unyielding process of natural selection, species adapted diverged and flourished from primordial predecessors. His legacy lies in the intricate details of our bones and the shared instincts across species, all telling a story of connection and change. Ultimately, Darwin's work invites us to witness the grandeur of evolution, an ongoing saga of descent with modification, painting the dynamic and interconnected panorama of life. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. 
Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.